from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune A very warm welcome to you This is our international English service In our program today we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually You are listening to Adventist World Radio The Voice of Hope Yafika Yafika Mzini Jerusalem Waitube Rainkosi Yafika Yafika Mzini Jerusalem Waitube Rainkosi Waitube 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 Welcome to write to us on this postal address Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 
0037 Maharashtra India You can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www.awr.org Before we hear God's word here's a melodious song He was there Adventist Media Center Pune We have Helen Jacob presenting God's word Today we have a special guest the director of Adventist Media Center Pune Pastor Vara Prasad He will be presenting a special message on this special weekend Go ahead Pastor I'm very happy to present to you God's message My topic this morning is I have decided to follow Jesus The text is found in Luke 9:23 it says If anyone would come after me he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me This is according to New International Version This verse is the essence of Christianity Deny himself it means to renounce oneself submit his or her will to god surrender oneself to god and to live for christ take up his cross means to sacrifice everything you have to pay a price to take up the cross it means discipleship follow me means that you would follow and that you would be his disciples you have to renounce yourself your own plans your own desires you must be willing to carry or bear any cross that duty calls you to take up follow in the footsteps of jesus to follow jesus is to pattern our lives after his life and to serve god and our fellow men as he did There's a beautiful story recorded in the Bible. I would like to narrate to you this story. Simon was born in Cyrene on the north coast of Africa, what we call today as Libya. Cyrene was famous for its school of medicine. It was very famous in those days. Simon was called a nigger 
In Latin, it means black because of his dark complexion. The city of Cyrene was originally founded by the Greeks. Although it was a Greek city, it was home to a large colony of wealthy Jews. They were influential enough to have a good synagogue of their own in, like the one in Jerusalem. He has leaped to fame as a man who had carried the cross to Calvary for Jesus Christ. Jesus was carrying the cross that was meant for Barnabas on his shoulder to Golgotha. It's called the place of the skull, along with the two other thieves, and Jesus was in between. There the soldiers under the command of a centurion cleared the path through the crowd. Jesus' condemnation had spread throughout Jerusalem, and people of all classes and all ranks flocked to the place of crucifixion. The road to Golgotha was crowded. They were the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the priests, the rulers, the Romans, the commoners, the foreigners. It was during the Passover that many had come to Jerusalem and many who had even healed by Jesus. They were women and children. Jesus was very weak and tired. Since the Passover supper, he neither ate any food nor drank any water. He was bleeding from his brow, with the thorns placed on his head. He was bleeding from his shoulder and back. He agonized in the garden of Gethsemane. He endured the anguish of betrayal. His very close disciples forsook him and fled. He was taken to Annas, Caiaphas, Pilate, Herod, and back to Pilate for judgment. Insults were hurled at him. He was mocked. He was tortured. This was his condition when the heavy cross was placed on his shoulders. The crowd that followed Jesus taunted and ridiculed him. He stumbled and fell along the road, carrying the heavy load. Many in the crowd knew Jesus. Some were healed by him. Some carried the sick and suffering to him to be healed. Some heard the stories of Jesus. Now many were present in the crowd. And when he rode into Jerusalem, people waved from palm branches, shouting hosannas and praising his majestic name. Now they cried, crucify him, crucify him. His very own disciples did not come to help him carry the cross. At this time when Jesus was suffering with the heavy load, there appears a stranger, a foreigner, who is going into the city. And Jesus, along with the crowd, was going out of the city to Golgotha for crucifixion. Simon, the foreigner, the stranger, he hears the taunts and jeering of the crowd. He hears their mocking, make way for the king of the Jews. He stops in astonishment and gazed at the scene. His heart is touched with compassion, his face beaten, bruised and bleeding. 
He heard about Jesus. His two sons were believers of the Savior. The Roman centurion sees Simon and recognizes him as a foreigner. They shift the burden of the cross from Jesus' shoulders to Simon's. But Jesus' eyes were calm and gentle and spoke silently to Simon. Thank you. Where was Peter? Where was John? Where was James? Where were the other disciples of Jesus? What a pity and tragedy. His closest disciples and friends were not there. But a total stranger or foreigner was given the highest honor in sharing the physical burden of Jesus when he needed the most. Carrying the cross, only criminals were crucified. Crucifixion was a terrible, painful death and a very shameful death too. On that cross, there must have been the blood of Jesus. Simon must have touched it, that blood that cleansed the sins of the world. Now he was carrying that very cross that Jesus carried. In a short while, Jesus is going to die on that very cross for Simon and all of humanity. Simon, instead of going into the city and turned around and followed Jesus, he took up the cross, denied himself, became a disciple and follower of Jesus. The cross became a blessing to Simon from Serene. In John 8.12 it says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, will have the light of life. This is another beautiful story that I read many, many years ago. In the life of Nicky Cruz, his story is found in books, Run, Baby, Run, and The Cross and the Switchblade. Nicky was born in Puerto Rico. His parents were followers of Spiritism. His father was a satanic priest. His mother was a witch. We see that his mother physically abused Nikki. She beat him regularly. Even once she hit him so hard that she broke his nose and kicked him, broke his ribs. Many times she beat him so hard on his face, that his lips cut and he bled from the lips. His mother was a very, very cruel woman. She locked him up several times, sometimes two or three times continuously for a couple of days without any food or water and was constantly in pain. He had a very angry and cruel mother. When Nikki was nine years old, he wanted to commit suicide. He went to the garden, took a rope, tied a noose around his neck, threw the rope around the mango tree, and was ready to commit suicide. That's when his little brother came and told him, Don't do it. Don't do it. And that saved his life. His mother hated him. And she once told him, I curse that day that I brought you into this world. You are not my son. Get out of my presence. You are an ugly son. You are the son of Satan. Can you imagine? 
a mother saying this to her only son. When he was 15 years of age, his father sent him to New York and he stayed with relatives. But Nicky fell into trouble. He slept on the subway. He did not respect anybody. He did not respect life. He was homeless and rejected. He joined the gangs of New York and the gang became his home. The gang told him, don't worry, we will protect you. We have code of ethics. And the code of ethics was this, faithfulness, loyalty, honor. And he believed in it. He started using drugs. He became a robber. He fought many fights in gang wars, killed. And this life was held to him. It became his lifestyle. And he thought he will not live beyond the age of 20 or 21 years of age because of his lifestyle. And he thought one day he's going to go to the electric chair. Very soon he became the leader of the dreaded gang called Mao Mao Gang. In the gang there was about 205 guys and 75 girls. But this terrible man Nicky, in his young age, God had different plans for him. David Wilkerson, a skinny preacher, came to his turf, came to his place on the suburbs, on the streets, and started preaching. Nicky goes to him and threatens him to stop preaching or go to a new place. He said, if you don't, then your life is in danger. But this preacher, David Wilkerson, was a man with a lot of guts, with a lot of determination. He had a mission in life. He refused to live. Nikki says, I had this man's life in my hands. I hit him. I spat on his face. I called him every name possible. I was vicious. I was violent. But this man, the preacher, David Wilkerson said, Nikki, I have a message for you. Jesus loves you and he can change you. Nick replied, this is ghetto power, not God power. But David, the preacher, continued. He said, you can kill me and cut me into thousand pieces and throw right into the sidewalk. Every little piece is going to cry out, Nicky, Jesus loves you and you can never kill life. Nikki says, for the very first time in my life, I realize that God loves me. God's love, His forgiveness, His mercy, His grace was with me. Soon He gave fighting to be a survivor. The presence of the power of the Holy Spirit was with Nikki and it transformed his life. Nikki became a changed man. Later on, we are told that Nicky started his own ministry. First he joined David Wilkerson's, and then he branched out. There's a beautiful text found in Deuteronomy 31.8. It says, The Lord himself goes before you. I'll read that again. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. What assurance, what promise. God will never leave you. 
He will never forsake you. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Sometimes our life is at stake. Sometimes to follow Jesus, we have to give up our life, so that the end result is eternal life. One of the most interesting, fascinating, true story comes to us from India. The story of a man who sacrificed his life and his family's life to follow Jesus. You see, in 1904, when revival messages were sweeping across Europe, especially in Wales, there was an Irish man who listened to these messages, and he decided that he wants to go to a missionary to a place. And he decided he wants to go to India. So he came to India, and from India he went to Garo Mountains, to a remote village in Meghalaya. Now people in Meghalaya told him, "Go back. Go back. You're a foreigner. We don't want you here." That tribe in that village were are famous for their violence. They're called head. Hunters, many peoples have lost their lives. They chopped their heads, but the Welshmen ignored the warnings because even those savage people said, even those savage headhunters should hear about the love and mercy of God. Through the message of this Welshman, one tribesman by the name of Nong Singh, a Garo man from Meghalaya, he and his family. Heard the gospel and received Jesus as the Savior, his wife and two sons. And this good news was too good to keep to themselves, and they started to share the gospel with others in the tribe. Soon the news went to the village chief. He was very angry. He called the tribesman and his family and said, "Do you disobey me? You're spreading." A message that is not correct. So their family was dragged into the center of the village, and he demanded that they stop following Jesus. Don't follow Jesus. Don't preach about Jesus. This is a strange God. We don't need him. The tribesmen replied, "No. I have decided to follow Jesus. I am not turning back." The chief was very angry, and in his anger, he killed the tribesmen's two children with arrows. What cruelty! In front of the father and the mother, the kids were killed. Now he looked at the husband, the father, and said, "Now you stop following Jesus." The tribesmen replied, "Though none go with me." I still will follow, no turning back, no turning back. The chief was very angry. He said, "If you don't listen to me, your wife will be next, and she'll be killed." He said, "No, I'm not going to stop following Jesus." The chief, in his anger, showed no mercy, and he killed the man's wife too. He says, "Now you will stop following Jesus." The tribesmen 
Nox Singh, he looked into the eyes of the chief and said, The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back. No turning back. The chief could not believe his ears that this man whose wife and children were killed was willing to sacrifice them, sacrifice his own life to a strange god. He was so angry and he told his people to shoot him down with the arrows and he was killed too. What tragedy. This man was willing to follow Jesus. Jesus said that if a grain of wheat dies, it bears much fruit. And that day many of the villagers who witnessed the display of faith and sacrifice and persecution of that tribesman and his family also decided to follow Jesus. What a testimony this family had. Many were converted on that day. And we are told that later on, even the chief of that tribe became a follower of Jesus. The tribesmen's last words became the song of the village. And today it is sung all around the world. That beautiful song, I have decided to follow Jesus. And the song goes, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Though none go with me, I still will follow. No turning back. No turning back. My cross I will carry till I see Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back. No turning back. Yes, in Matthew 10, 38 it says, And anyone who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Are you following Jesus? Are you willing to take up the cross and follow him? Following Jesus comes with a price. I have decided to follow Jesus. How about you? God be with each one of you is my prayer. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com. helenrichesv at gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com. You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers Center of Digital Evangelism C D E zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two 
0484-549-9880. Our WhatsApp number is plus 919000089093. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com. We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org. This is David. And I am Madhuri signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless.